we love having Graham Rahal on. I feel like I Great learned guest. feel like I learned something. And he's gonna be back in action beginning this week and things about to get busy for you, Graham. Yes, sir, absolutely. We're uh man, you know, five races what in, I don't know. Three, ten four days, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, hey, how know, it's definitely gonna get busy. How was the virtual racing? Can you just like grab a beer or drink a soda while you're doing <laughs> the virtual racing? I mean you certainly could. Um you know, I'm not. I'm not sure they would have liked that. You know, too much. Uh, but for sure, I'll tell you this. Uh, you know, not on the on the professional i racing side, but when we just have some i racing with some buddies, have a couple of drinks. It was so much fun. We had a riot. Go race sprint cars after a, a glass of wine or two. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it was good times. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'm so glad that's over. Uh, I racing's all right, but. You know, it's nothing like the real deal. Right. Yeah, you know, Can't I, compare, you know, I'm Graham, sure. you're a big sports fan, so I, I think you, you know, you're turning on ESPN or ESPN2, and they're showing these, uh, you know, the NBA 2K leagues and the Madden leagues. Do you think with iRacing that's something in the future that could get really, really big? Maybe not for you, but for everyone else where that sport, that side of the sport could grow? Well, I kind of think it already is, actually. I think it's just a lot of people didn't, didn't realize it. Um iRacing, if you go on right now, 7 a.m. Eastern time on a, you know, Tuesday morning, there's probably 150 races going on right now. Wow. Um, And, you know, so there's thousands of competitors all the time on there. People just didn't realize that. Um, It's definitely brought to light what it's all about. Um, And and I think that, you know, that they're they're probably loving every bit of this. My, My... my my thoughts are that you know at some point this might be something you see us do in the winter in the off season, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not super super geeked about you know because just because the off season is a time for us to check out a little bit. But what I can what I could see happening is them hosting a couple of races in the off season, um, you know, to yeah. keep some sponsor coverage out there and to you know keep things going a little bit, keep the momentum going. But more than anything, it's fun to just go out, have some fun race against people that you wouldn't ordinarily race against, race against some kids out there and, you know, things like that. Um, that That's what, you know, we really, I think, enjoyed about it all. You can and, heckle the kids in your face, <laughs> you, you dumb teenager. And, and, and Graham, we know the uh, 500 has been pushed back, and they're going to allow, what, a third of the fans, half of the fans in? So there uh, will so be yeah. spectators for that. What's the fan protocol for these opening five races? Well, so this weekend it's a really it's a shame because this weekend at Indianapolis for the Grand Prix, uh, there's no fans allowed. Zero, yeah. Um, which is a shame because it's the first time ever IndyCar and NASCAR racing together on the same weekend. So we race on Saturday, uh, right after noon Eastern time on NBC Live. Um, you know, and then and then obviously Cup does the Brickyard 400 on Sunday. And it's a shame that there's no no fans allowed because I think they would have just knocked it out of the park with this weekend. But next weekend, fans are open. Uh, Road America, it is open. Okay. Uh, it's in Wisconsin. Um, no limitations there, but that's a huge racetrack. That's a four-plus-mile-long racetrack. So you can easily social Space out, yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then the weekend after that is Iowa, and I think they're allowing half or three-quarters fans at Iowa. Uh, season ticket holders get priority. 
Um, but, you know, they are limiting us. Like, even, you know, for me, I mean, I'm not, I'm not allowed to bring my brother or my sister who's in town. I, I can, my wife is going to come on Saturday for this weekend only, but I'm only allowed a plus one. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed, you know, any anybody else. And, you know, as far as the team to get into the paddock area, the pit and paddock area, um, you have to submit a roster. You know, you've got to submit your roster of 20 people, and that's all you're allowed to have as a team. So we're de- it's definitely changing the way that we work. Um, you know, but it, I think it's it's all good. And, and in mid-Ohio, you know, mid-Ohio's coming up, what, four or five weeks from now. And sure. I don't really I, – I don't know what they're going to do there. I'd ima- it, it, I, I, I know it's going to be open to fans. Or I heavily believe that. I just don't know what the limitations may be. Right. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see what happens. I think everybody's done a good job from what I've seen in Ohio and Indiana and everything else of kind of flattening this curve a little bit. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get some people together and distance, I guess, appropriately and go watch some racing. Who's going to be your plus one first, me and then Jerry or Jerry then me? Yeah, <laughs> you guys can arm wrestle over, and we'll see how it goes. Actually, right. your wife would be a plus two because uh, congratulations on baby Ray yeah. Hall. Thank you. Yeah, coming coming along nicely. A little quarantine, oh baby. And I, I, I follow you on Twitter, Graham, and I get such a kick out of your post. Boy, you like it out there in Lake Tahoe, huh? Is that beautiful? It is a beautiful oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love Tahoe. I actually, you know, we, we went back out there uh, the last couple of weeks. I actually went, you know, with the idea, the frame of mind that, do a little bit of training, you know, up at altitude. It's great. And it's just a, it's a beautiful place to be. If you've never been to Lake Tahoe, go. Um, it's, it's, it's stunning. So it was great to go out. My in-laws have a place out there. We always go out and, you know, typically uh 4th of July, but obviously I'll be working on the 4th yeah, of July. Yeah. You'll year, be so. working now. Hey, Graham, for people uh, who don't yeah. know, you mentioned training and we're with Graham Rahal. What exactly does a driver do? What's, what's your training like? Well, for me, you know, it's, particularly lately it's been a, a lot of uh well i actually picked up mountain biking uh out there to to give a shot now uh, you know the, i think it's really really good cardio and and uh kicks kicks your tail pretty good which was which was fun but you know normally here in uh, indianapolis where i'm at now they have a great sports performance facility um uh, you know often see like i know buckeye great terry mclaurin is is uh is there right now um uh, you know, he and I often see each other there, and you know, Paris Campbell was there the other day working out. So you get a lot of these NFL guys, uh, a lot of the IndyCar drivers go there, uh, guys doing rehab and things like that uh, for for injured injured parts. You know, and uh, it's a great facility that we're lucky to have in Indianapolis. So uh, typically, you know, go there and and do do it all, man. But uh, we we've got to. Stay, I mean, particularly me being six foot three. I mean, I've got to try to stay as thin as possible. It's not. It's not an easy task, that's for sure. Oh, but, we uh, know. Yeah, Torg and I wouldn't even fit in one of those Indy cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's tough when you're six three and and you know the guys you're racing against are five three, so uh, definitely a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, how competitive are you? Meaning, if you have a bad finish in a race or something happens with the vehicle or you get into a crash, how long does it take you to get over it? Well, you know, last race we so we have done one race this year, which was Texas, um, and uh, Texas. We started up at the front, and when we went to start the car for the race, the car wouldn't start, and we started oh. the race in essence two laps down. And and yet, you know, when we went out there, we had a really good car. I think we finished 17th um, out of the 25 or whatever that started, and uh, that was all because of the st- you know we, we we made a mistake and and uh, on the electronic side of the car, 
and the car wouldn't start. And, and it took me a long time. I, I was I was pretty ticked. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, we we were very good on that weekend and uh, or that day. It was literally a day. Show up, practice for 45 minutes, qualify, race, and we had a car. Maybe not to win. Scott Dixon was in his own league, but I, I, we had a car to finish second or third, no doubt. And we totally wasted it. And I that took me. That was not easy. I'm not gonna lie. I was pretty ticked off for for a long time. But you know we're in a good string right now. So obviously we start this weekend. The weekend after we go to Road America for a double header. We race Saturday full race, Sunday full race. Go to Iowa race Friday night full race, Saturday night full race. So let's say you know something happens in one of those. The good thing is that you have a race like the next day to mm-hmm. get over it. But when you've got, you know, two or three weeks to sit and to think, think about, about it, it yeah. it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. And it's unique for you as well in that you're you're racing for your father, you know, Ray Hall Letterman racing. I mean, is there extra pressure because dad's uh, watching so closely? No, no, no. I mean, I think, you know, obviously I've been doing it a long time. Yeah, that's true. It's not really something I think right. about too much anymore. But I mean, obviously, you know, as as I get older here, it it is clearly important for me to maximize. I'm not old, obviously. I'm 31, but clearly important for me to maximize each and every weekend. And I can tell you that, you know, he was pretty he was pretty upset after that last the uh, the blunder that we had in, yeah. in Texas. And so, you know, I mean, I, I don't think there's extra pressure from that standpoint. But I think the expectation is, as a program, we need to win. You know, we need to do well and. Obviously, our sponsors and stuff, they, they, they rely on us to, to perform. And so, you know, I think they were really focused on that. And look, I mean, I have, I have high hopes for this year in, in general. Uh, it's, kind of, it's turned into a super weird year for everybody. But my hopes are, my expectations are that our team, you know, and myself, that we, we, we should be able to win several races and we should be able to be up front just like we were from 2015, 16, 17, 18, you know. Um, so we got to make it happen. Graham, Graham, this might be a stupid question, but uh, and you could tell me it's stupid. But you know, it's it's if you would have told me five years ago, analytics and football, I'd say no way. But they've crept in almost any sport. Has analytics crept into your sport sport at all? Oh well, I would say certainly from a data and analytics side, IndyCar racing or racing in general has been hasn't crept in. It's been something that's been in for twenty years. Okay. Um, you know, we, we use analytics for literally everything that we do. We use data for everything that we do. Um, you know, we look back at, at old race reports, you know, from the last 20 years to understand the chances of yellow flags on certain laps and around certain pit stops and so on and so forth. So we utilize it. It's, it's a huge part of what we do already, yes. Fascinating, what about, yeah. What about film review? How much film review do you do? Or is that... So I- Part of your- I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot. So typically what I would do is when I do sort of cardio on my own, um, I would turn on a race and, you know, run for, say, an hour, kind of skip through in different areas. Uh, but typically what I do that for is to understand the flow of the race. Some races are, are a sprint. Some races like Detroit, uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, a, a tri- you know, basically I would say that not only the cars can, can fail a little bit at Detroit, but also the, the humans. It's a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. The normally guys are getting pretty beat up. So you try to watch it to understand the flow of the race. How does it normally go? You know, what are the chances of cautions? As I said, where are the chances of cautions? Where's the, the highest probability of an accident? And try to understand it, you know, to fully see how it all takes shape. So I, you know, I certainly, you know, pay, pay quite a lot of attention to that. 
And then our mechanics, you know, our guys that do the pit stops. It's just like football. I mean, I guarantee you what they're doing at, at the Woody is exactly what we do. We film everything. We film every person. We understand how long it takes them to get the gun on the wheel nut, to get the wheel off, to get the new wheel on. You know, what's our stop time, everything else. I mean, we, we literally, we test everything. Um, so Fascinating. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Just fascinating. Hey, if, yeah. If you switch cars with your wife, who would be better? Who would be succeed more in their in their sport? Well, I mean, I certainly think um, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly think it's easier to go straight than it is to turn. So uh, I'm going to go that way. <laughs> well, she's got the season off being pregnant and <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah. right? Well, she retired two years ago. Oh, yeah. she did officially retire? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. She, she, she didn't race last year. Uh, she didn't race 2019 or 20 here. But, uh, no, I mean, she's um, – you know, I think that with the baby, that was always kind of the, the goal, right. you know, and we right. took a year, kind of took a year for her to, to enjoy life a little bit. And then, you know, she's, we're going to be right back into it here uh, come come this fall. So we're, uh, hey, I mean, you know, hopefully football gets, gets going and my timing will be perfect. I have early Saturday mornings with the baby, sit down, watch some football, we'll be good. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And, God, your Buckeyes, dog yeah. is beautiful. My God, you have a blessed life, Graham, and we're pulling for you here in Columbus. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, All Graham. Right, guys. Yeah, no, I miss it. I miss it back home tremendously, and uh, hopefully we'll get back there soon. Like I said, Middle Ohio is only, what, five weeks away, so All right, we, we'll get some We'll do it again. Yeah, let's, let's do it again before the race. Perfect, guys. Thanks, Thanks Graham. Thanks, Graham.